Hey guys, welcome back to Two Friends in a Conspiracy Theory. It's me, Carson. I'm Mason. Yep, um, today we're going to be talking about the Mandela Effect. Uh, before we get started, though, I just wanted to say that we've made some minor improvements to our uh, little setup here. we got a professional-looking mic. It's pretty cool. It is attached to a stool. It's not professional, well, but the, uh, the mic looks nice. Yeah, it looks it looks really so cool. we got this little circle thing that makes our P's sound uh, normal. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, pretty stoked about that. Also, um, there's some intro music now, so I don't know if you guys picked up on that or not, but... Pretty cool, in my opinion. Um, I've also been told multiple times by multiple people that I've been saying um too much. So I'm taking that to heart, guys. Don't worry. I'm going to um, try to... Did, um, I, did I just say um? Um, no. Oh, okay. I'm just messing. Well, um, I'm <laughs> going to try to take that to heart and try to watch me um, saying you know, those filler words just to kind of make things a little bit more smoother. So... Smooth, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Mandela Effect. Do you want to go and start us off, Mason? Yeah, I can start us off. Uh, the Mandela Effect refers to when a large number of people share a false memory originally attributed to the existence of multiple universes or ultimate realities. Uh, to basically start off, we're going to look back at 2008-ish is when this uh, phenomenon started <coughs> to become recognized as an actual thing. The idea of the large shared false memory phenomenon was named the Mandela Effect by Fiona Broom in 2009. She had the false memory that Nelson Mandela had died during the 1980s while he was in prison in South Africa. Nelson Mandela was actually freed from prison in 1990, and he did not die until around 2013. She claimed that thousands of other people also falsely remember Nelson Mandela's death while he was in prison. And also remember his widow giving a huge speech, and it was televised, and there was yeah. different parades. And she remembers riots, too, like riots happening in South Africa. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, in my research as well, I kind of you know found the same thing, that. This lady, you know, claimed that, you know, Nelson Mandela had died in prison in South Africa. And um, obviously he didn't. He died in 2013. But uh, I was actually listening to an interview with her and she swears up and down. She remembers, you know, she saw it on TV, the whole funeral and everything like that. And a lot of people actually claim to have um, watched it, you know, because it was a televised event. However, you know, we know that Nelson Mandela didn't actually die until 2013. Yeah, so, like, oh my god. What's up? I, I messed up my brain. I don't know where my brain was at. Sorry. Oh, it's I okay, man. I'll, I'll pick it up. Don't worry. Yeah, sorry. He's fumbling. He's fumbling. fumbling it's okay. Guys, I'll, I'll, I'll pick bit. it up. My bad. Don't worry. Um, so, this is, like, not a super rare occurrence, though. There are numerous times throughout, you know, um, history, especially modern history, where um, people kind of just misremember this, like, just, you know, little bits and pieces of information you know um there are multiple big ones out there there's a quite a few small ones as well i'm sure that you guys have heard about a lot of them or at least a few of them and we'll be touching base on um we'll be getting into all these different types of mandela yeah. effect like the different uh, aspects of like where like where it comes from who fiona broom actually is i'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about that give some credibility to or non-credibility depending on what you believe in mm -hmm. uh and we'll be also talking about definitely some aspects like what the Mandela effect has affected and where it's from, like what some conspiracies of why it's created, what's happening here. Okay, I got you. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Um, so I kind of, like I said, wanted to talk about some of the um, different ones that people, you know, claim to have happened, or you know, people claim that you know, oh, it was actually this way, but in reality, it's a 
completely different thing. Um, one of the big ones that I found was um, Shazam. Um, I'm sure that you probably ran across this one when you were oh, doing your no research. Doubt. Yeah, yeah. No, this no, is no. one of the bigger ones as oh, well. Very much so. Yeah. Um, I think this was a little bit before our time, so I don't really have any, <laughs> you know, uh, information like or personal um, experience with this movie and whether or not it did or did not exist. But a lot of people believe that a movie um, named Shazam, where actor slash comedian Sinbad played uh, a genie. And, um, yeah, and the, and the plot was like uh, a boy was looking for his mother, I believe. It was he was yeah. he was looking for his mother, or his mother got lost, and it was it was a really warming, like heartwarming film. Mm-hmm. Um, but continue on, you, you handle it. This is your this is your this no, is your... no, you're good. I just you know you're good. Um, but in reality, there's actually no movie that stars you know actor slash comedian Sinbad in that role at all um there's no movie called shazam and um this one actually gained a lot of traction and people could swear that you know they'd actually seen this movie i even um read this article where um this guy said that you know he when he was in high school he worked in his dad's um i saw this yeah you saw this exact same thing yeah yeah um this article and it was saying that you know he he worked in his dad's video store his parents video store and he swears up and down that he remembered shelving the movie and you know because he wanted to watch it himself but it kept getting rented yeah and they only had two copies of it actually i read that he actually watched it a bunch because he got issues recording like um indicating like the film was messed up yeah and so he watched it over and over again so he knew the plot he knew what was going on with the movie but then you know obviously he found out it never existed later on but he swears up and down it was real because he worked in a movie store like a blockbuster mm-hmm. or a family video we have in anderson um, yeah but well, we just let everyone know where we live. We, Anderson, Indiana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Um, anyways, you know, uh, this gained a lot of traction, like I said, and um, it actually came to the attention of Sinbad, and he tweeted out, like, from his official Twitter account that, um, you know, he had never been in or starred in any type of movie that remotely resembled the one that people were claiming that he was in. Yeah, and it, um, I don't know if you're going to talk about this, but it was actually confused with the movie starring Shaq called yeah. Kazam. Yeah. It's another movie about a genie, and Shaq plays the genie, and it's actually about a, some kid whose estranged father gets released from prison, and then it's not the same plot at all. So people remember this entirely different movie with different plot and different characters. Right. So you can't really confuse them when you have Sinbad and Shazam, uh, Shaq and different plots and different characters and arcs and all this kind of thing. So like, it doesn't make any sense to be like, oh, you're confusing Shazam with Kazam. The name is similar, but the plot is completely different. People are remembering the plot more than anything. Well, a lot of these, um, uh, like the Mandela effects, you know, a lot of these um, different things that we're going to be talking about have like very similar sounding, you know, um, counterparts in a sense. So, you know, it, it couldn't be said or disputed even that, you know, a lot of these people are just misremembering, you know? So, I mean, I definitely think that that's a possibility and, um, idea that could be, you know. Oh, definitely looked at. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely looked at. Yeah. We're actually going to talk about a reason of why it could be misremembered, like what's going on in the human brain. I'm sure you know more about this because you, uh, you're, you do more science based on Yes, I'm, I'm human, a nursing student for those people. of you who do not know. Um, I'm engineering. I know yeah. nothing about the human body. It's okay. I know nothing about engineering. We make the perfect combo team. High five. Yep. There we go. Sounds great. Yep. Um, you, no, go can, ahead. Can I go yeah, one? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. The next one I have is actually the one that started all this. Nelson Mandela dying in prison in the 1980s, obviously. Mm-hmm. But people remember him dying in 1980s. 
they're in prison. There was riots. There was a widowed speech. It was televised. A huge international thing. But the only issue was he was released in prison in 1990 and didn't die until 2013. So the whole idea of that Nelson Mandela died. It, okay, drink that root beer while I'm talking. Make that weird. I hope to God they pick up a slurping noise. You're the worst. Yeah. Okay. But, <laughs> it's good root beer, man. I'm sure it is. I love root beer. Yeah. But Nelson Mandela died in the 1980s, but he didn't. He lived until 2013, and you know it was he was a huge it was a huge movement, and I don't know like where people get this idea from, but thousands of people remember it, and that's how the Mandela effect guy's name. Yeah. So obviously named after Nelson Mandela and this idea in 2008 at this Dragon Con, where Fiona Broom talked over with a bunch of other people about this idea that Nelson Mandela died, and it came along with all these other conspiracies of different other, like, products, uh, movies, and things that changed and seemed to not change much, but changed enough that people noticed. You're right. Yeah, exactly. And that could actually, um, you know, be, like, that That topic could actually lead into one of the explanations that, you know, that there's an alternate timeline or an alternate universe, yeah. and people have fallen through into the alternate universe and some of us have been replaced and others haven't. And we notice these tiny little differences. But a lot of it's written off to, you know, oh, you're just misremembering. And, oh, that's actually not true. Yeah, it's, it's so dumb. It's Well, I mean, I don't think it's I, dumb. I just think it's an interesting theory. No, I think it's dumb that it's just written off. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah no, 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 I agree I, with that. I love the theories. The yeah. theories are great. The d- written off is the dumb part. Yeah. Opinion. Yeah. It, it's just when you have all these people remembering things. Um, You going to go over another one you have? Or? Yeah, I, I can talk about one. Um. One of the big ones that I have um, as well is the Monopoly man and whether or not he has a monocle. He doesn't, okay? So I don't know how many of you guys out there think that the Monopoly man, or if you remember the Monopoly man without a monocle or with a monocle, but I, for one, remember him with a monocle. I 100% believe that he has a monocle. I don't, I don't, I don't. see, I see the Pringles man with the the monocle, and that's so similar because they both, I don't they both have like bow ties or top hats or some crap. No, the Pringles man doesn't. The Pringles man totally has a monocle. He, he has a mustache, though. No. No, he has a monocle. You know, he does. He does, but he doesn't have a top hat. Okay, let's look at... You're right. He just said... No, he doesn't even have a monocle. Oh. My life is a lie. Yeah. Oh, you're thinking of the peanut man. I don't know. The, no, the, the, the Pring- peanut man. I know, but I was thinking, I was thinking Pringles. No. I like no. Pringles. Both of them have a top hat, though. It, okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, I, I, I swear I remember... Um, the monopoly man with a monocle like i've always remembered him with a monocle and you know i've actually gone back and looked at my um yeah you're pointing at your monopoly game right there and he doesn't have a monocle but i went back and looked at my monopoly set um prior to filming this and because when i was doing my research they were like monopoly man doesn't have a monocle it's like oh yeah he does you know (laughs) definitely has a monocle has to and i went and looked at my set and i was like holy crap i'll be darned there's no monocle so, it's really weird. It is weird. It is weird. So what do you think about the theory that, I mean, I could t- potentially be a... Because you remember him without a monocle. I do, yeah, but like... So I could potentially be a, but then again, another I, I Carson remember, that you... But I remember the Pringles man with the monocle. So what if I'm from a different timeline than you are with just different timelines in this one timeline? This is like some crazy... I'm going to need like you to draw me like a picture for all of this because I'm not tracking. Bro, we're going to draw the space-time continuum and we're just going to show you everything going yep. on. The flux capacitor. God, I'm just going to draw you the thing from, like, Endgame, where it's, like, it goes in, like, when one infinity stone's removed, 
it branches off into these timelines. Yes. But yeah. Um, okay, so one of the things that I definitely remember, um, though, is do you have you ever seen the movie Ace Ventura: Pet Detective? When Nature Calls. Jim, Jim Carrey. Yes, it's the second. Uh, no, not pet. the second one. I've seen the first one. Okay, so in the second one, um, he's at this super fancy party, and um, you know this one guy's making fun of him, right? And he's like, oh, he must be an activist. Yes. Right. And he's like, oh, posh. Oh, yes. Yeah, ex- exactly. And he walks up to him. Jim Carrey does or Ace Ventura, however you want to look at it. He's like, and you must be the Monopoly man. Thanks for the free parking. And then um, he knocks him out. And this guy in the movie is wearing a monocle. Oh, we found we found. Oh, they didn't replace everything in our brains. Yeah. So, so I mean, like, well. I, I will say that I didn't go back and rewatch that just because it's on VHS and I don't even think we have a VCR. I have one. Bring it over here. We'll hang out. Okay. <laughs> we'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I said, I don't even think I have a VCR anymore. So I wasn't able to actually rewatch that, but I definitely remember that happening and he had a monocle. So, I mean, yeah. apparently someone over there thought that, you know, the Monopoly man had a monocle as well. You know, otherwise, why would they address him in such a way? Well, you know, they could have been like, you must be the Monopoly man. But it could have been just like, oh, this guy's dressed douchey, he's wearing a top hat and a nice little suit. He actually wasn't even wearing a top hat. Oh, man, what? That's so lame. Okay, so maybe, I don't you know, you know you're right. You're on to something. That's definitely the monocle thing. I think it's so. It's got to be the monocle thing. I think so, yeah. personally. I mean, that's my opinion, at least. <clears throat> Good. All right, I'm going to go over a few of these. I'm not going to cover them all as in-depth as we have the like, last couple, just because, obviously, I didn't look into that much. Because my next one, the Oscar Mayer wiener is not spelled Oscar Mayer, like his M-A-Y-E-R, as believed. It's spelled M-E-Y-E-R. Yeah. And that's, I don't remember any of that. I don't know the song. My mom was singing the song to me the other night when I was researching this, and she was singing M-E-Y-E-R, so she remembers it that way. Wait, have, which one's the true way? M-E-Y-E-R. Okay. I have no memory of the M-A-Y-E-R. I don't know anything. I didn't eat, I didn't do Oscar Mayer. I don't, I mean, I ate the hot dogs. Yeah. Me, like, I don't, I'm not, I don't pay that close attention. Yeah. Um, We have Sex in the City. Instead of sex and the city, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's true form is sex and the city, but people people remember it as sex in the city, which both of those I believe as either they didn't pay close enough attention with the e and a, mm-hmm. or they pronounced it Meyer instead of McMayer. Yeah. Or the sex in the city, they said it too fast. Yeah. If I say sex in the city, I just said sex and the city, but I said it so fast it came off as sex in the city. So like it it just depends on like oh you heard it wrong or you saw it wrong you weren't paying close enough attention. That's, that's another thing like it comes down to that I don't know if those are actually real things mm-hmm. people could just you know human brains are dumb yeah so. no like the ones that I have written down are the ones that like I mean spelling you know that's kind of a slippery slope in itself because um it's just kind of hard to spell sometimes especially when things sound so similar <laughs> you know yeah. like mayor versus Meyer you know yeah so some of the ones I have written down aren't really focused around that. The next one I actually have is the Star Wars, like, no, I am your father versus the Luke, I am your father. Luke, I am your father. Yeah. Well, see, that was never said in the trilogy. Yeah, I know. It's no, I am your father. Yeah. No. That was good. You should act. I know. All right. I I put Mark Hamill up for his money. Yeah. I I think you could. I mean, have you seen him? He really let himself go. He's old, dude. No excuse. Okay, all right. <laughs> How dare he let his hair turn gray? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
so that's a very common misconception as well because i remember whenever i would play like you know the star wars and stuff like that me and my brother would you know hit each other with lightsabers and all that good stuff you know just growing up oh. doing kid things Dude, my dad and i used to have lightsaber battles right there behind me in the backyard that's freaking he had count dooku dope. and i had yoda that's dope actually no it was luke's it was luke's green lightsaber not yoda's because really? yoda's been tiny yeah i don't do tiny i had obi-wans but any oh, okay anyways. sorry anyways anyways um it's actually, you know, it's actually anyway, not anyways. It's like chronically incorrect. Anyways, <laughs> I, re- I, I always had thought that it was you know Luke. Yeah. I am your father. Me too. You know. Yeah, um but... I mean, you know, like like I said, this is another one of those instances where we don't have any personal experience. Um, just because <laughs> I was born in 1999. That yeah, movie was made like 20 plus years before me. 25 years before me. Yeah, yeah, same. I was. It was, born it was in the second one, so it was probably like mid seventies. I think it was made. Yeah. So it was, right? That makes sense. I mean, I think it was mid seventies. So. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I'm not gonna do the research right now, but it's definitely I think mid seventies. Yeah. Um, so I, I I remember it as Luke. I am your father, but you know, like I said, I don't have that personal experience, so I'm not entirely sure. It, yeah, me too. Um, do you have any more you want to talk about? Since I covered a couple, you can cover a couple if you want. Yeah, I was just gonna say another one. Um, that you know this this one's another movie one as well with a uh, you know um crap keep saying i'm um, sorry about that i'm trying to think um, of the movie uh what is it with uh hannibal lecter oh you're thinking silence of the lambs yes yeah, silence of the lambs that's what i have you. on here too yeah yeah um that's another one i i remember watching silence of the lambs when i was in middle school and I always remember him saying, "Hello, Clarice." Yes, hello, Clarice. Okay, you did that better, but but he never actually said that. It's he, my it's my weird voice. I have the, I can do creepier voices better than you. Yeah, I guess your voice is just you know it's you. I have like the weird raspy, nasty son of voice. So, okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I always remember him saying hello, Clarice, but he only says like. Good morning. Good morning. That's yeah. so boring. Like it's yeah. Because hello, Clarice. To like, good morning. Like yeah. what is it? Some, how many people remember that? That's what I'm genuinely I curious remember, about. I remember that. hello, Clarice, but it was actually good morning, and that threw me off for such a loop. Like I, I hated it. It was just so annoying. Yeah. So I was like, there's no way. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I always thought it was like really peculiar. Um, I remember that, even though like I wasn't around when this movie first came out. Like I, I specifically remember him saying, "Hello, Clarice." So yeah, I, I don't know. There's just like, like I said, like there's like just a t- bunch of like tiny little instances where all these little things just don't quite add up. And what does it mean? Is does it mean that we're all dumb and just misremember, or does it mean that you know that there are alternate universes and you know parallel universes and that some of us have crossed over into different ones unknowingly sounds awesome in my opinion i mean yeah like it's like imagine like everything changes so little in different universes it's just goes to two words in a serial killer movie from like the 80s yeah well it's it's a oh man anthony hopkins said hello clarice instead of good morning in this universe yeah what else changed nothing really yeah but that's it (laughs) well i mean technically then i wouldn't be like okay just theoretically if you know that were true then i wouldn't be the carson that you knew i mean i technically am but i'm a different person you're talking like butterfly effect and ripple effect on like things like that's big versus small yeah but yeah, I noticed that like even small changes in a universe won't change every aspect of that universe. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I always did think that the butterfly effect was Ter- com- terrible movie, by the way. 
Well, the first one with Ashton Kutcher, I thought was pretty good. I hated it. Okay, well, I I watched the second one as well. I it was see, trash. I the second one. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. I thought the one with Ashton Kutcher. It was um, okay. But that I, sexy I, guy I, was. Yeah. Not the biggest fan of the movie. Is I don't, yeah. I mean, yeah. Ashton Kutcher's a good actor. He's a good actor. Yeah. yeah. But I always, you know, like I always thought that that was just kind of a weird thing. I don't necessarily believe that you know if you were to go back and step on an insect, like. A million years ago, that that's going to drastically change our world today. It might kill you because that insect probably had like poisonous, poisonous like spikes on its back a million years ago for like defense. Yeah, it's probably also the size of your car. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Centipede the size of your car, like your. Dog. That's like some King Kong stuff. Well, I mean, giant centipedes existed. Yeah, it's terrifying. But yeah. They existed. Yeah. Well, so did um, like Titan boas and stuff like that. If you know what that is, that's a pretty cool thing that you should look up. If you don't um, know what it is, um, you should definitely look that up because it's if, you, a... if you don't look it up, honestly, it's not going to affect me in any single way in my life. So, well, okay. <laughs> well, I just I thought that okay. I'm just trying to teach people about prehistoric, you know. It's cool. Animals, but go look it up for Carson. Yeah, look Usually... it up for me. Yeah. Unless you're scared of snakes, then I wouldn't do that because the thought of a snake as big as that is pretty terrifying. Yeah. Yes. Uh, anyways, moving on. I'm sorry. We keep we always get sidetracked, but that's the fun. I, that's the fun part of yeah, the podcast. The, yeah, I suppose that's Just true. Two bros chilling on the couch, like four inches apart, because, because we're, yeah. we yeah we we share one mic. <laughs> we share one mic. <laughs> we're it's gonna okay. get we we'll probably get two mics eventually, but like I'm not right? getting two mics. You you like being this close? Yeah, I can see your beautiful face. Oh, thank you. I can see yeah. your beautiful face. You look great thank tonight. You. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I should probably the... start brushing my teeth uh, when we're this close. Woo! Yeah, it smells like Chinese food up in here. Yeah, a root beer. Root beer, yeah. Chinese oh, food and root beer. It's the worst <laughs> combo ever. Yeah, I was drinking some egg drop soup earlier <laughs> too. <laughs> you sound like you're just slurping it up. It's so bad. It sounded like like a, like a someone drinking out of a straw and they hit the bottom of their cup. <laughs> oh well, it, it'll be fine. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, so moving on. Back on track. I have two I want to share. Okay. And then I'm done with my my examples of Mandela Effect because I have other things I want to talk about. But you can cover as many as you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these also, some of these aren't even like big and they're stupid. And like also, like I said, they're misspellings. One of them, Berenstein Bears versus the Berenstain Bears. Okay, see, I'm glad you mentioned Because this. that's a huge one. That's yeah. like one of the biggest ones. Actually, I, I can't believe I put it so far down my list. Yeah. But it's, see, when I was young, I remember the Berenstain Bears. But it's actually the Berenstain Bears, A instead of E. And, like, it's the weirdest thing ever because everyone I know also knows it to be the Berenstain Bears. Do you, what do you remember? I remember, I remember Berenstain. Oh, God. You are from an alternate timeline, yeah. you freak. No, I, I always remember Berenstain. <laughs> you know, I the A. Bear, I remember A. I remember E. You're the huh. first person I've met that way. Really? I'm glad we didn't talk about this before the episode. Yeah, no, that, because... Let's keep it this way. We don't talk about any of this stuff before the episode. Yeah, no. It's just what the topic is. It sounds great. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew that this one was a big thing as well. People always, you know, say that, oh, you know, it's Berstein, but, I mean, I have the books. It's Well, I have the books, too, and they say Berstein, yeah. but I remember Berenstein Bears. And that's the thing, is, like, with this Mandela effect, you remember it one way, and you go back and you find the, um... You go back and you find like the the issue, or whatever. Like the, I'm staring at you really hard right now. <laughs> you are. I, I'm, I'm gonna take another step of my root beer. Stop looking at me. <laughs> but like you go back and you look for like the Berenstain books. And it says Berenstain. You go back. Curious George didn't have a tail. Do you guys know that? That's another one of mine. That's not. I'm not mentioning it for big. It's just a small one. People go back and look at the Curious George books. He has no tail, but they remember him having a tail, which is dumb. 
He is a chimpanzee. They do yeah. not have tails. I, I remember him without a tail as well. Me too. I had a stuffed animal when I was little. It had no tail. Yeah. All right? That's just the thing. And, like, it's it's the misremembering these small details. As, and, like, we're going to get into reasons why it happens before we actually talk about conspiracies. Okay? I'm going to talk about some science behind it first so that can explain it logically. Um, but my second one... Are you, are you done with Berenstain versus Berenstain? Or you want to talk a little more about that? I mean, I was just going to say, I even remember watching the show. I do, too. Know, I remember, and... remember Bears. I, I just... No, I, I remember it with an A. I'm, I just, mean, I'm just crazy. No, I mean, I definitely think that, you know... You're not, I mean, and, you know, it could be that, you know, for you, it was Berenstain, because maybe I'm a different Carson, you Well, maybe know? I'm from a different universe, yeah. And since you remember Berenstain and the books say Stain here, maybe this is your universe. My timeline. And I'm bringing my timeline You're over. the variant. I'm, shut, shut up, Loki. Okay? No <laughs> yeah, I've been watching no, no Loki. No spoilers. Uh, nope, nope, no spoilers. I haven't seen but... two or three yet, episode two or three, so. Uh, they're pretty good. Okay, cool. <laughs> silence all right sorry um, i thought you were gonna keep going <laughs> no do you have any more to say about the bear books no i don't um i i do want to bring up another one that i have though um i'll bring up my my, my last one after you bring up this one okay yeah this will be my last one as well like but, i said i try to stay away from the spelling ones just because those can be so easily discredited but that one's such a big one I had, but, I but it is one yeah no i i agree but um i i do have another spelling one yeah it's a uh, sketchers versus sketchers yes i had that one too yeah i remember the t so do I. But it has no T in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, Skechers is actually spelled S-K-E-C-H-E-R-S. And I personally remember Skechers being spelled S-K-E-T-C-H-E-R-S. So there's no T in Skechers. No, it's it even looks so disgusting to look at the way it's spelled. I hate it. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It, it honestly looks like someone forgot a letter. It's because it it they like, forgot the T. It's like they went to a kindergarten class and like, oh, spell Skechers for us. Yeah. And, like, they just, they did it. They yeah. Did it right. They got it from a kindergartner. Yeah, no, I agree. It, it just doesn't look right. I, I remember Skechers with the T. Um, you know, and at the end of this podcast, or whenever you guys have time, if you're listening to it now, um, I would love for you guys to tell us and comment on the post and let us know what you guys remember. Yeah, or DM us. If you yeah, or pu- DM us. If you want to publicly, like, say anything, if you have, like, anxiety on social media... DM us, and I'm the one that reads it, and I'll share it with Carson, and we'll just... And then we'll make fun of you behind together. You, behind your back. Behind yeah. your back, yeah. Or I'll just DM you straight to your face and make fun of you. Yeah, so it's, yeah. It's, it, if you remember Curious George with a tail, we're going to put you on blast. Or if you're a flat earther. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Which freaking idiots. You're going to cover that in this podcast, right? Well, I'd love to have a segment where we just talk about the most outlandish conspiracy theories ever that absolutely have no weight. Yeah, and then I would love to talk. I would also love to have another segment where we talk about conspiracy theories that turn out to be true. Oh no, we will. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on the list. Yeah, it's on yeah. the list that I. I think I put that one right. You did. Yeah. You did put that one. That was like the second half. So that yeah. was all you. That yeah. was all you. Um, what do you want to say any more about yours? No, no, no. I, I wanted to um, move on from that. Um, okay. I just wanted to mention a few of the ones that I had. So having done that. I would love to hear your opinion on why we're misremembering these things. Okay, let me go over my last one. And oh, we'll, yeah, okay. We'll yeah. go over the science, and then we'll jump into the fun part of the conspiracies, where it's not exactly science, but it's not exactly fiction either. Yeah, Because exactly. I, have, I have some that have a really solid base to them. Yeah. And it's super based on physics and particle physics and all this kind of stuff. Also, the fact that the universe is ever-expanding. Sorry, I had to let that sit in for a second and just stare off. Yeah, uh, it, was it, was, just, it was pretty intense. It here. was intense. Like, my, my brain sickle just exploded a little bit there. Yeah, well, you know, the, okay, I'm sorry. You go ahead and go, and then I'll talk <laughs> to you about that ever-expanding okay. universe theory. 
It's not a theory. It's, it's that's happening. Well, I it's, meant as to why the Mandela effect's occurring. Oh, okay. The universe is ever expanding. Is that a conspiracy, or do you want me, do you want me to cover the science first, or do you want to cover that as your conspiracy? Uh, yeah. Which one? I don't know. Do you want me, do you want me to do the science first? You, no, I'd rather you just go ahead and mention your last one. Then we'll talk about this in a second. No, I know, but you want me to mention the last one, then do the science, and then you do your thing, or do you want to do that before I mention the actual yeah, science? Part? Before you mention the science. Okay, we'll go over this, some some fake stuff first. Um, so my last one is: Do you remember um, uh, Disney's Mirror, Mirror on the Wall? Who's the fairest of them all, or something like that? Yeah, the fairest yeah. maiden of them all. Yeah, did you know it's actually Magic Mirror on the Wall? Yeah. Not uh, mirror, I, mirror. See, I remember mirror, mirror. I do too. I remember, but it's actually magic mirror on the wall, which is so weird because I remember mirror, mirror on the wall. Yeah. So I figured you can like, I, I figured it was mirror, mirror because like every single movie or TV show that mentioned it, I figured it was mirror, mirror. I heard mirror, mirror, but everyone I think has said magic mirror instead. Yeah. No, I actually talked to um, Emma about this. Um, Emma's my girlfriend for, you know. Actually, there's everyone here knows this. Let's be honest. You guys all know who Emma is. Uh, <laughs> it's, this is actually probably just Emma and some of them listening. Be honest yeah, with and, and my mom. Hi, mom. And that one person from New Zealand. I don't know if you listened all the way through, but if you did, you're pretty cool. <laughs> I saw you. I recognize. <laughs> so shout out to you, guy from Two New Zealand. Two people from Canada, sixteen people from the U.S., and one person from New Zealand. Yeah, you guys are great. We appreciate all of you. Hugs and kisses. Mwah. Mwah. If I could send you an envelope with a kiss in it, I would. But, you know, we're not gonna. No. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> that would cost money. And we are broke. Okay. Anyways. Continue. I remember, like, I definitely remember Mirror Mirror on the Wall. I do too. So I don't know what to think about this one. Because honestly, it could just be mishearing again. Because Mirror Mirror on the Wall, I say Magic Mirror on the Wall, it could be easily misheard. They both start with M. It's, uh, you know, the alliteration mm-hmm. on it. So it could be easily misheard. So you, you think that this can be another one that's just chalked up to, like, the similarities are just too close. Yes, and I will also cover everything science-based after we talk about your fun, ever-expanding universe. Yeah. So, to my ever-expanding universe theory, this is something that I saw online um, when I was doing my research because I thought it was just super interesting. I uh, wrote it down and decided to bring it up. Um, so, there's a... Crap, I keep saying um, I'm not trying to. So the universe is ever expanding, and what that means is that theoretically, that there are numerous different versions of Earth. Just mathematically, you know, statistically speaking, that like not Earths themselves, but planets similar to Earth. Planets similar to Earth, that exactly. Can life because there's only so many different things that can happen in a ginormous universe. You know, it's an I mean? infinitely expanding. There's only a certain number of combinations of events. Yes. Yeah. Agree. Granted that that magnitude, that numbers, I mean, going to be huge. You know, but there theoretically happens to be another planet similar to earth or you know pretty much like earth there happens to be another person very similar to me like carson you know yeah and and that in that on that planet they have different these these slight differences in them like berenstein berenstein dude what if this is like an us us movie kind of thing where those people from the planet came and they replaced you with you when you're younger with some false memories. Yeah. And they took you back to their home planet. And we never know because you look just like you would. Yeah. That's so well, crazy. I will say that for any civilization to be so advanced that they're able to travel light years that quickly, 
we might not even can be considered an intelligent species to them. Dude, we are freaking microorganisms to those guys. Yeah, I mean, if someone with that kind of air, like like aircraft, spacecraft, were to um, you know, get close enough to us and see us, you know, if they were to have that technology. I mean, we're not even close to anything like that, you know, faster than light travel or anything like that. Yeah. And if they were to see us, I mean, there's no way that they would even consider us to be an intelligent species. I, I actually listened to Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about something like this before. Yeah. And um, he was talking about, like, aliens, you know, like, aliens. If they, I mean, if they're, if they're real, then where are they? Show me some aliens and I'll believe you, you know? And I definitely think that has some weight to it, you know? Like, I mean, if there are aliens, where are they? But at the same time... <laughs> Smart enough not to come here. Yeah, yeah. Don't land in Chicago, guys. <laughs> you'll get you'll get shot. <laughs> bang, bang. Yeah. That's a little American joke for you New Zealander. New Zealanders? <laughs> yeah. It's only one person. It's whatever. <laughs> I hope they listen again to this because that, that just made my day. I didn't know that someone in New Zealand was listening to us. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It is. All right, you're a cool guy, or or girl, or gal, you know, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Go yeah. ahead, Mason. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, that, science. That was that was my little uh, snippet of information. So we're going over the science now. Yep. Okay, let's do this. Well, to start off, I would like to talk about the collective false memories. Okay. Which um, I think this is a great explanation as to why I didn't go super in depth, but I know the concept of it, and I can bring in some internet play as well. So uh, scientifically, the Mandela effect is described as collective false memories. This is when a large group of people collectively always say a particular saying or memory a certain way, when in reality the truth is different from the memory. Now, my idea, and also we can also come put this towards something called confabulation. Okay. Which I don't know if you know what that is. No idea. It sounds yeah. like a made-up word. It's not. It's actually a scientific term. It's okay. psychology-based. Um, <laughs> some doctors... Psychology. Believe... It's real. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> some doctors believe it is a form of confabulation. This is when someone creates a false memory without intending to lie or deceive others. They are attempting to fill in gaps in their own memory. And I think... This Mandela effect. So you have a combination of collective false memories and then you have confabulation where people aren't meaning to lie, but they're like, oh yeah, like, you know, it's like, I went out to this time and then you're like, oh, what did I wear this blue shirt? No, I wore a green shirt. And so they're like thinking like these memories that don't seem like they matter because they're just trying to fill in these gaps that they have because yeah. our brains don't have perfect memory. We forget things over time, um, especially when we're younger, all these childhood things like Curious George, Berenstein Bears. As we get older, our childhood memories eventually fade away and we're left with these gaps we fill in with Berenstein, Berenstein, Oscar Mayer, Oscar Mayer, all that kind of jazz. So we have that. And then you look at this right here where it's actually the internet came around. 2008 was like a huge, like huge time for the internet to be around. You know, you have all these forums popping up. You had MySpace, uh, Facebook started a couple years after that, I believe. Yeah. Uh, um, so you have all these different websites coming up where people can come together and they can talk about their experiences and their ideas. And that's when Fiona Broom coined the phrase Mandela Effect. She went online, created her own website. If you would like to go, it's MandelaEffect.com. You know, that's... That's pretty convenient. That's, it's literally her website. She made it in like 2008 or nine. It's been updated, and it was a place where people could come together, and they could post their ideas that they believe were affected by this so-called Mandela Effect that she coined. And the more people, you know, you get this idea... Oh, this person thinks this way. And you're like, 
I think I remember it that way too. Yeah. It's a so collective It's kind memory. of like a domino effect. It's a domino effect of internet people. You know, like people will get this idea that this person said something on the internet. They're like, I think I remember it that way too. Yeah. I remember Curious George telling a tale. This is ridiculous. There's no way. And they get this idea in their head and they run with it and they spread it. It's like a domino effect. Like, domino yeah, effect. exactly. It spreads. And that's how it becomes a huge deal. Like Berenstein, she could have been like, oh, I remember Berenstein with an E. And someone's like, you know what? So do I. And, and then you they, know, they go to their friends and they're like, that sounds right. Yeah. It's a false memory. And, you know, that can be attributed to just the um, Berenstein. Berenstein, Berenstein, you know, spelling. Mispronunciation. So Mis- yeah. Their mom could have said Berenstein Bears instead of Berenstein, even though it had an A, and that could have just led to all of us believing it was Berenstein Bears instead of Berenstein, or whatever way like, you believe Berenstein. Yeah. And so it, it's just the, I, I don't know, it, it's 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 a environmental factor. Let's call it that. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the scientific explanation for it all, and it makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that there's a, um, kind of like a room, like, I guess, like, room for error kind of a thing, if that makes sense. Oh, there's no doubt. Um, but so, the conspiracies are so much more fun than this. Yeah, absolutely. And I have one that blows everything out of the water. Oh, well, I don't... Okay, I, I can't follow that up with anything that's worthwhile. You so. can. I want to hear your conspiracies first. No, you go. No, I wanna, Okay. I mean, I pretty much mentioned my main one is that, you know, like I said, that people have slipped out of their, tr- their, I'll call it your true reality where you were born and grew up. You slipped out of that reality at some point of time and swapped places unknowingly with an alternate version of yourself. Right. And the only thing that's different in these universes Oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> it's that root beer, man. <laughs> I should have had water. You should have had non-carbonated. Non-carbonated. Anyways, you slipped out of your true timeline or your true... Sorry. True... <laughs> true universe and um, into another version of you's place. And that's why you misremember all these different things. But the thing is, you're not special. Like, oh, that's you know. You're not special. I'm special. There's other... My mom tells me all the time. I bet you got a participation trophy in baseball, didn't you? I did, actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> you didn't deserve it. Anyways, you're, you, you're not the only one that this has happened to. You know, that's why other people misremember or actually remember the true way of your universe. You know what I mean? Remember your true universe and how it was in your true universe. So if I remember saying and you remember Steen, okay... You and all the people who remember Berenstein slipped out of your own universes and to mine. We're pretty baller, by the way. I did that on purpose. I slipped out on purpose. You slipped out of your universe on purpose? I did. Well, if you could show me that, I'd believe you. But until that happens, I, I'm I'm just going to call BS. You can't prove me wrong. I can't, but you can't prove yourself right. Berenstein, there's the proof. I have books at home saying Berenstein. <laughs> okay all right fine whatever whatever okay fine you get it right yeah i'd love to hear your opinions on all this by the way guys i mean please please feel free to dm us and you know talk to us (laughs) or you can text carson his phone number no please don't do that (laughs) (laughs) um but no we we won't in reality make fun of you in any way shape or form um at least not your face and (laughs) 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 yeah and we we really do want to hear your opinions and you know thoughts yeah we do we, we're really interested in your guys ideas 
And what uh, experiences do you have? There's any other things that you think of that we did not mention so far, like examples that you have from like movies or TV shows or anything? Uh, let us know. Or just any kind of aspect of your culture and society. Um, now, if you're ready, I can get on to the, the fun part of mine. Yeah, absolutely. Instead I'm of the really boring excited. science of confabulation of collective false memories. Yeah. Have you ever heard of CERN or the C-E-R-N? Um, yeah, I have. Isn't that like some kind of like experimental like... Not exp- it's not experimental. It's, it's a real thing. It's a particle accelerator up in uh, Sweden. Yeah, but isn't it like an experimental particle accelerator? I, I knew it was some type of they have, they fancy engineering machine. Yeah, yeah, it, it's engineering. It's it's physics. Um, CERN is also known as the European Organization for Nuclear Research. It was established in 1954 in Switzerland. Not Sweden. Sorry, my bad. Switzerland. It's okay. Oh, you're going to go visit there soon. You should, you, you should go check out CERN. Yeah, no. That's I'm not gonna lie to you. That's not on the top of my list. Do it for the podcast. Do it for the podcast. For the podcast. Okay. Okay. Do it for the podcast. Do, do, do it for the podcast. Like the vine. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it began with 12 member states, and as of 2020, it had 22 member states in it. That means like just 20 members. Like of, from different countries. Country, countries. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay countries. Yeah. They call them member states. I think it's really stupid, but yeah, it's. Those aren't states. Those are countries. Silly, silly yeah. goose. CERN has been behind some of science's biggest discoveries and accomplishments in the past 20 years, such as the discovery of the Higgs boson, or the God particle, and the invention of the World Wide Web. They gave us the internet, Carson. I don't know whether to applaud them or shoot them. (laughs) Exactly. We're on the internet now, so we should applaud. Well, yeah. But we're also on the internet, so we should shoot them. Yeah. All right. Everyone is now dumb for having listened to this. Yes, it's very true. You guys are You're losing brain cells. Some people believe that the Mandela effect is caused by CERN's experiment with subatomic particles and antimatter collisions. Uh, many believe that the false memories that we experience are due to the particle accelerator usage causing alternate realities and timelines every time it is run and used. So they're saying that by using this, they're altering history? or Yeah, they're altering history. Or every altering time they... reality. But, uh, altering reality. It's it's like it all like it's it's causing the overlaps in the timelines and like realities and things that just hit over you know yeah it's like um and so CERN's oh, bleh, bleh, I can't speak sorry CERN's experimentation with the found, <clears throat> foundational elements of the universe such as the atomic and subatomic particles cause these alternate realities and we're gonna go through a timeline real quick and I'm gonna show you exactly why this makes sense scientifically. Are you ready to have your mind blown? Yeah, but before we go like uh, diving <clears throat> any deeper, so ask I'm just trying to understand. Ask me some questions. Yeah, so um, CERN, it, it's a particle accelerator. CERN, it, they have multiple particle accelerators. Okay, so CERN's an organization. It's not... It, 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 it's, it's a lab. It's, it's, okay. it's, it's a giant science lab kind of thing. So it's not actually just the name of a single particle. No, they have, they have a bunch Okay. that do different things. They, they have some that shoot antimatter, like the antiprotons and, and like anti-electrons. They have some that shoot... Um, subatomic particles like quarks. Yeah. And they have some that shoot just like protons at each other, just like experiment. Yeah. Okay. So, so I remember some of these words from science class. <clears throat> so the basic uh, foundation <laughs> of an atom is a proton, electron, and yeah, electron. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know that. Uh, I was just talking about like antimatter and stuff like antimatter that. Antimatter is the antithesis of matter. So a proton and antiproton. You know, like there's antimatter and like black matter and like space and stuff. It's stuff that we can't see through. We don't know what it is exactly. It's not entirely known. Okay. I didn't do too much research. They may know more about it now. I'm not entirely sure. But the, it's antimatter. Okay. It's just, it's like, it, I don't know. It, it, it's kind of strange. But there are, you know, like, we think, oh, an atom, like, at least think, oh, an atom is the smallest particle in the world. Well, it's not. And they look down, they're like, oh, protons, electrons, and neutrons are the smallest. 
It's not either. Those mm. are made up of subatomic particles, which is crazy to think about, but it's true. They are. Quarks, Higgs boson, all that kind of stuff. It's awesome, I think. I love it. It's physics. Nuclear. almost took a class on it in nuclear physics at Clemson. That sounds disgusting. But they didn't have the class offered, and I'm really heartbroken. Hopefully in the spring they will. Yeah. Um, but anyway... Can I go to the timeline for you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Sorry, I just wanted to. No, yeah, I just a little bit. I, I don't have the best knowledge on it, but I can get more for you, or you, you can like research it on your own if you want. It's it's really cool. Yeah, I and mean, if you have questions, I can try to answer the best I can. But I also, also I'm not a physicist. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I find it interesting. We asked Sheldon. Sheldon Cooper, yes. Um, on May 11th, 1957, CERN's first accelerator, the 600 MeV synchrocyclotron, SC for short, is built. CERN starts to experiment with particle and nuclear physics. And we're going to skip ahead. They build another accelerator, and they use it for the first time in 1959. In 1965s, they... Fives. 65s. In 1965, they discovered the three basic units of antimatter. Each particle in an atom has an antiparticle. Okay. Something that kind of counteracts it, I guess you yeah. could say. Um, like yin and yang. Yin, yin and yang. Uh Yin and yang. It's yin and yang. Yeah, you're definitely right. My bad. <laughs> I know I'm right. Yin is an operator from freaking Rainbow Six. Oh my god, I love that game. <laughs> in 1971, they collide the first protons. In 1974, the super proton synchrotron is completed. Woo whoop, yeah! Celebration. Anyway, in 1981, the first proton and antiproton collision occurs. Now, remember what I said? People remember Nelson Mandela dying in the 80s. Yeah. That's when they started colliding antimatter and and regular matter. Mm. Right? So this is, they're colliding these atoms and these parts of atoms. That they, they have no they idea do, what they do. They don't do. know what they're called. They're the fundamental parts of the universe. These, and they're smashing them together. These particles <laughs> created the Big Bang. Like, mm. the thing that, you know, the thing that exploded and created the entire universe. Yeah. And they're just smashing them they're together. They're smashing them together. Open to Switzerland. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They're just like, oh, let's have some fun, guys. But like every single time these particles collide with each other, what if it's causing a ripple effect and it's making our universe change in the slightest way? Yeah. <coughs> You're all right. I got a little tickle in my throat. My bad. You want some root beer? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> in 1986, the first heavy ion collision begins. Okay. Now, I don't know. I guess it's just, uh, I, think, I don't know exactly what ion is compared to like Bro, you. I, I'm it's not going to lie. I, I'm saying okay, but... It's chemistry. I don't know what it is. I'm good with medical science. I'm not good with whatever science this is. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> in 1989, the Large Electron Positron Collider has the first injection. In 2008, the Large Hadron Collider starts up for the first time. And on July 4th, 2012, CERN discovers the Higgs boson particle, or the God particle, which is basically what they believe started and created the entire universe okay which is a subatomic particle it's 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 really cool i'll show you a picture of it right now actually it's it looks pretty um honestly because i had a poster in my ap physics class it looked like a firework because it was discovered on uh oh wow that is pretty yeah right that's like a jellyfish and that is a particle accelerator it looks like an arc reactor from iron man it, yeah it really does yeah, it's crazy looking, right? Um, and all these pictures, you know, will be on... I will be posting uh, pictures on the Instagram as yes. well. So uh, per usual. Per usual, uh, based on our first episode. Um, so, so if you look, if you notice the timeline, they start doing these collisions in 1980, which is when they believe uh, Nelson Mandela to have died in prison. Right. So is it a coincidence that 
They started doing collisions in 1980, and they believe Nelson Mandela died. In Which kind of sparked this entire. Um, you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Sorry. Which kind of no, you're totally fine. Um, which kind of sparked this entire, you know, Mandela effect thing. So they started doing this in the 80s, right? And then they believe that Nelson Mandela died in the 80s. However, we know for a fact that he didn't die until 2013 because, you know, he later was released from prison and became the president. Yeah, obviously, of South Africa. Yeah. So, like, it's just these, like, it's these coincidences that aren't, that are just lining up perfectly because they're messing with these fun foundational elements that create a universe and that make up the universe. What do they do? It's theoretical. We don't entirely know. It's, that's, like, that's the crazy part about it. Yeah. So that's my CERN. Uh, it, it's it's pretty scientific based. It sounds pretty cool. Yeah, no, I, I really like that theory. Um, I mean, I definitely think that that one has a lot more weight than what I was bringing to the table earlier. I mean, when you play with these things that basically are the building blocks of our universe, I mean, you're bound to do something, you know? I mean, I don't really know how much of this science works, but... I mean, if you're smashing stuff together, I mean, that seems pretty cool. You know, I mean, I yeah. guess it could do something. Yeah. Can I introduce you to another aspect of this that I enjoy? No. No, okay. Sorry. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. ahead. <laughs> uh, it's, it's another conspiracy that's linked to CERN. What if the scientists knew what it would do? Yeah. What if they were messing with the, the space-time continuum and these alternate realities to change things the way they want? And they'd actually change big things, but these smaller things that we notice change with it. Okay, I was going to say, I don't really understand what the benefit of, you know, changing Berenstain to Berenstain would necessarily no, they make. No, like, they, they change, like, history, major, major historical yeah, like events. Yeah, like, Hitler getting rejected from art school, for yeah, example. They, why would they go change that? Like, what history could be worse than World War II happening? I mean, yeah, but a lot of the modern world developed yeah, right, today in this specific way because of those past events yeah so we're going to talk about some time travel now using cern is that okay with you yeah no um i love time travel i i do it all the time yeah i've <laughs> yeah it's yeah. a fun 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 time for me I, exactly believe it or not guys we're just time travelers also part of the freemasons and you know. ted's big adventure yeah if yeah. you guys are really from the future <laughs> what number are we thinking about right now <laughs> sorry anyway um, so time travel i love the voices <laughs> i love the voices thank you yeah time travel is the concept of movement between certain points in time analogous to movement between different points in space by an object or person time travel can be explained through the extremely complex theory known as special relativity relativity thanks to albert einstein special relativity states that when you move through space time Close to the speed of light, time goes slower for you than time everywhere else. Uh, so I got an example from the internet when I was looking this up. If you yep. want to hear it, you can also look at the movie Interstellar. I love that movie. Me too. Fantastic. Fantastic Some, movie. Summerlin and I, we love that movie. Summerlin's my yeah. girlfriend, by the way. We love that movie. And we wanna, Hi, Summerlin. Hello, Summerlin. We want to we wanna show our parents that movie because they haven't seen it. But it's like three hours, so we got to find yeah. time to do it. Um, okay, so example. If you were 15 years old at the beginning of your journey... And you travel at 99.5% of the speed of light. That's a really fast, by the way, guys. Yeah. Um, we're, we're nowhere near having any kind of technology that's no. remotely no, no. And you, close to this. And you travel for five years. When you get home, everyone that was 15 when you left would be roughly 65 years old 
and you would remain 20 years old. Yeah. So you look at, like, Interstellar. He leaves. He comes back. He's still, like, 45, 50. His daughter's, like, 80 or 90. She's, like, dying. He's like, Murph. Yeah. I love you. It was me. I'm your ghost. And she's like, I know, Dad. Now let me die with my family, and you need to leave the room. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I just ruined it for you if you haven't watched it. Oh, spoiler alert. It's been out for, like, eight years, so it's your fault. So it's honestly on you if you haven't watched it at this point. (laughs) Yeah, it's a great movie. It is. Matthew um, McConaughey is pretty great. Too. I love Matthew McConaughey. Summerlin, I got into a huge thing for him. We watched like um, we watched all these movies with him in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas Buyer Club. <laughs> Dallas Fan- Buyer. Fantastic, fantastic movie. Um, <laughs> why you laugh? It's a great movie. Because he gets AIDS. It's so bad. <laughs> okay. Oh uh, man, sorry. I hope that that wasn't super loud for you guys. Some people believe that the Mandela effect is caused by some person or group of people traveling back in time to change some part, uh, same, some past event, and their efforts change other things in the timeline, like a butterfly effect or like a ripple effect, and like you drop a pebble in water. Yeah. Right? Okay. So... so they believe they're using CERN super collider to use these uh, collisions of antimatter and matter to alter the reality they want, or time, like to time travel. Yes, they're using a time travel to go back in time, or like collide these particles in a way that would change the time con- time space continuum to the exact liking they think would help them out so they've been using it so much so they believe you know oh we're gonna do 1980 we're gonna change something we're gonna change nelson mandela died let's go let's collide these antimatter parts he's back to life mm-hmm. but people have the memories from a different timeline so people reality. are still retaining these memories yes that explains why some of us remember some of us don't so that makes sense. I mean, I, I'm really starting to like this theory. Uh, it's, it's physics based. That's yeah. Why, that's why it's so believable. So I mean, there actually is a basis for of this, you know, like basis for this for actually happening in reality. Yeah. Um, because it's all numbers and math and. It's physics, physics. baby. Yeah, it's physics, baby. It's delicious, baby. Okay. I can't do awesome powers. No, nah, you tried. I hate myself. It's yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I hate you too. Yeah, me too. You know, it's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. We can all collectively hate Mason together. It's fine. You know, I expect it by this point. But um, yeah, that's that's all I have. My main thing was CERN and the alternate timelines, alternate realities using the super collider. Yeah. That's all I have for this episode, but if you have more you want to talk about, I would love to keep talking about it. Oh, I'd love to keep talking about CERN for just another minute or two. I'm yeah. not going to you know, um, keep this going for too, too much longer because we are kind of reaching time pretty soon. Yeah, we're getting, but, we're getting pretty close. Yeah, we are. Um, but I think that that whole theory in general is just super interesting to think about because it actually has a potential for it to be real. Oh, it does. Because it's science-based. Yeah. And, you know, to an extent, mine could, my, my conspiracy about, you know, there being parallel universes and alternate dimensions and stuff like that. It's backed by this theory. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, well, except, it, it except, could except, except, except for the planet thing. That, yeah. That's not backed by this theory, but it could be possible, too. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. I don't think I really finished wrapping up that theory, but Sorry, it, no, it. no, it's fine. It's fine. I got the gist of it down. I probably interrupted you or we got sidetracked. That's my bad. Uh, yeah, we definitely got sidetracked. That's probably what happened. Probably about the root beer. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff, man. Um, anyways. it's <laughs> a lot of calories for a bottle of root beer. It is a lot of calories. It's like 300 calories, guys. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, it's, it's, like, good. it's good stuff. The though. first soda I've had, like. I'm not, I'm not two or three it's days. It's not bad for you. Go for it. Yeah. No, I mean, no, soda is bad for you. But okay. Any Americans. Any hoozles. Um, you know, I, I I think that that's a really interesting theory, and I don't know why. I mean, why would they be traveling back in time 
to um do these things and like change these events i mean what benefit do they get from this kind of thing yeah i think for like selfish selfish corporations or government corruption they want what's best for them not for the people well i mean but so this if isn't... nelson mandela becoming the president of south africa had helped them better then they would like go back and change that even if hitler was going if, even if hitler had gone had graduated art school and got accepted they but him killing millions of people in the holocaust would benefit the politicians and the governments better they'd do the exact same thing they'd be like okay hitler didn't get accepted to art school let's keep that into the timeline yeah it's about greed it's definitely got to be greed there's no way they're using it for humanitarian calls otherwise it'd be public knowledge yeah humanitarianism is hardly kept under the rugs well i mean this is a research lab though right that's what they want to put it as Ooh. I know, right? That's interesting to think about. Yeah, it is. So you're saying that just because they say it's a research lab, it might not I'm actually I'm saying you be. shouldn't trust the government. Okay, I I agree with that. And I think that's actually an excellent point to end on. Um, don't trust your government um, and remain ungovernable. That's, that's good. <laughs> Attack. Yeah. <laughs> not us, <laughs> not, but... We're not government. I am a college kid, okay? <laughs> I work in the privatized industry, all right? That's, that's anti-government, all right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I really hope you guys enjoyed this today's episode. I sure did. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed this. Um, not to say that I didn't necessarily like the Freemasons episode, but I definitely enjoy this one a little bit more. I think that we were both a little bit more comfortable. Oh, I think so too. I think we're getting better, uh, getting more and more comfortable. Which yeah. our, our podcast will get better and better. We'll get better sound. We already have that. Yeah. But we'll just we'll get a better setting sometime soon too. I'm, and I'm thinking... I think that we'll be a little less awkward as time moves on as well. <laughs> no doubt. Maybe next time Carson will eat uh, different food. But Chinese no. food seems to be the kicker for the beginning. Yeah. No. We'll be posting on our story every time he eats Chinese food. So look at it. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely gonna saw or uh, keep. Keep eating Chinese food. You should give me some wontons next time. No. I'll pay you. No. Okay. Go get your own Chinese food. Hey, I... Ow! <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay, so thank you guys for uh, tuning in and listening. I appreciate this. We had a great time talking about this, and I hope that you guys enjoyed listening. Um, Like I said you know, throughout the podcast, please feel free to DM us and message us on um, Instagram or, you know, whatever forms of communication we may have. Yeah, like uh, we have a Twitter. I said last week it was at Two Friends Conspiracy. That is not correct. I changed it because it was too long. <laughs> it's at TFTC, I'm oh, sorry, TFCT underscore podcast on Twitter. Okay. On Instagram is at Two Friends Conspiracy, but it's TFCT underscore podcast on Twitter. I don't tweet a lot on there, but I'm thinking about starting more. Um, the only follower right now is actually me. Yeah, so if I you don't... follow us, that'd be cool. If not, I'm not too hurt about it. I, yeah. may, I may stop posting on there, but it's okay. There would be two followers, but I don't have a tweeter. A so, tweeter? Yeah, I don't have a tweeter. So, um, But, you know, it seems that most of our following is on Instagram. It is. We have a good 18, 19 followers. So Heck yeah, bad. man. Heck yeah. It's a good start. So feel free to follow us. Give us a like. Um, DM us with any ideas. And, it's um, at Two Friends Conspiracy. And we're working on getting this on Apple Podcast. But it's kind of taken a while for Apple to email me. So it may just be on Spotify for yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Well, I hope you guys have a great night or morning. Have depending. a great, great 24 hours, guys. Yeah. Have a great 24 hours. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. We don't know the topic yet, but we will be releasing it on Instagram. And by next time, we will actually say the topic on the show for the next week. Yeah. Sounds great. All right. Bye, guys. Have a good one.